0: Charger, hey
1: guys,
0: yeah, oh, yeah, we're recording while we're hearing all this weird, crazy, crazy noises. That's
1: we miss miss you guys. What the fuck? It's been forever, it feels like
0: it's always been forever. Yeah, we miss you guys. Hopefully, guys, you know,
1: yeah.
0: Last the last episode was harsh. Sorry.
1: Yeah, this is, a, this is a bummer, but we needed to hear it, so I'm happy that you did, did cover
0: it, though. Hope I didn't fuck a lot of a lot of you guys up and traumatize our listeners. If you didn't listen to it, I mean, it's still there. And
1: if we did, welcome back because we have an actual true crime episode
0: tonight. Oh yeah, this one's definitely a crimey crime.
1: Yeah, I'm excited.
0: Um I've definitely wanted Katie to start off today because she said she's got some stuff that she wants to you know talk about
1: yeah so i just feel like we need to touch on this has absolutely nothing nothing to do with true crime um but maybe it
0: is a true crime just how you look at it
1: yeah um so today it was decided by the supreme court that um road versus wade would be um overturned so um it's been a really hard day um i think for a lot of women just because knowing that we don't have that choice to, you know, it's just been a really hard day. And I think that, like, every time I get on social media, that's all I've been seeing. Is I'm like, who, like, ha- who's voting for this? Because I feel like every single woman that I talk to feels like it should be their choice. Like, there's not too many women that I've met that have been like... You know what I mean? It's just Let like like, any
0: man decide. Yeah. That's, that's, like, why would... I mean...
1: It's just then, a really sad day, like, in crazy.
0: history. So, I mean, if you don't know, Roe v. Wade is basically a Supreme Court ruling. It was a landmark decision in the U.S. Supreme Court in which the court ruled that the, that it's the Constitution of the United States General protects a pregnant woman's liberty to choose to have an abortion. So basically, they took away women's rights to have an abortion I mean, it kind of, I guess, is what I've heard. It goes by states, but, I mean...
1: There's literally, like, eight states that are are going to allow it. Um, I just think as... Me, as a woman, and having a daughter, like... I mean, it's... It's 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 so fucked up, and it just makes me nervous for what's to come. Um, They said that this might be just the starting. I mean, that's what I was telling Justin. I was like, what happens to... Like, what if they say that we can't be an interracial couple like you know what if they go back like I mean any what's to say they won't go back to slavery like we don't know like if they're gonna overturn this what what is next next? like and it's scary to see what the future is gonna be like for our daughter and I think that it's gonna it's not gonna end well
0: no definitely not I mean the only thing like I said earlier to you Canada Canada or bust. I'm ready.
1: Yeah, we're ready to move countries. I mean, this this country is a...
0: shit stick. It's a shit stick. Who's doing this? I. Uh, yeah. I mean, you got motherfuckers raiding the fucking, uh, the build What was it on the sixth? What was the building? I can't even fucking remember. Like it's just.
1: The gas, too? Gas
0: right now? Oh, my gosh. And gas is not
1: even literally smelling like like gas anymore. It doesn't even smell like gas.
0: You said that. I I didn't even think about that. But, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I haven't smelled the gas flavor since how long?
1: Yeah. No. Like, someone brought it up uh, recently, I seen. And so, I, like, when I was pumping gas the other day, I'm like, wow. This really, really does not smell like gas at all. You don't smell anything. So, it just makes you kind of frightful for what's
2: to come
0: yeah i don't know well, i'm just
2: pouring coke in the gas tank for your car to run on coke
0: hey everybody this is my mother hey. she's on the podcast today her name is monita yes we, we call her monita <laughs> 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 yes yeah,
1: hey, so, so yeah if y'all hear somebody in the background that's her she's so, gonna be at living oh.
0: in you yes. know, and whenever she feels it's it's time for her to throw something in, so we'll try and let her get a little word in. Maybe I don't know.
2: Now back to the abortion thing, right? I don't mean to throw y'all back off, but um, you know they protest at abortion clinics.
0: Mm-hmm. Every day. And I every single
2: I went, I look, I I ain't I ain't scared to admit my because uh, I had a choice, mm. but and I told them they should allow. I would prefer them to allow them to have one so that they won't throw their kids in the garbage dump. Yes. As I'd rather them do that than throw the baby in the trash or leave the baby somewhere.
1: Or just, like, to have the kid and not, like, take care of it. Like, have it but not, like be able to support it yes. right. not having the food right. not right. having the proper materials to take care I, of a child they're having a,
0: a formula shortage right now you want right. people, you want to force women to have babies but you can't provide the food to feed the babies make it make sense
1: and like i know the christians are they are, are celebrating i mean the christians are celebrating right now that's what we're they're hearing and it's it's really breaking my heart because they think in the long run that you know it's wrong and and I'm, I, I receive and I and I and I try to, to you know, respect no that. Place. But me, the way I feel, those are just cells at that point. I know we're not getting into our own personal opinions, but I, I it's a woman's choice, <laughs> right? And say, I,
0: say what you want to me. You, you it's if a, if you don't want to have a baby at nine months almost, I feel like don't have the baby. That's on you. But I mean, I mean that is a full baby. But that's at uh, that that's point. True. Late, at that point i feel like it's on you i mean whatever you're it's your your choice but yeah that is a full baby at nine months but still you know i feel like you should have that option yeah I mean, if you want
1: to give it up for adoption yeah. or whatever i i agree and it's just it's honestly such a huge step back for women mm-hmm. for our country because at that it's point just, i thought like it'd be
0: something else you know it wouldn't be an abortion They'd yeah just no, give no, take no, the no, baby no. out you know so, just to clarify, guys. That's I don't that. think they would just take the baby out and kill it the, at nine months. Yeah, no. So. Um,
1: but, yeah. So, I mean, it's, we just wanted to... We know it's not true crime. I, I mean, it, it's, it's a just crime. something that's well, happening. It it's a fucking yeah. crime. It's happening right now, and it's it's really fucked for, you know, what's mm-hmm. to come. So, I mean, it's scary.
2: You got everybody tell me what you can and can't do.
0: It's not... Uh, In the world. It's just... It's not cool. At all.
1: guys i wanted to tell you about this awesome new thing stranger dangerous safety keychain what in the world is that you might ask the founder robin she started making these safety keychains for her daughters two are nurses and one's a teacher so she felt like she could help them a little bit when out and about and in return that makes her feel better these safety keychains come with several safety features a personal alarm a whistle hand sanitizer bottle a hands-free door opener with stylus to push elevator door buttons or use on your phone, and a car safety tool, which actually cuts the seatbelt and breaks glass in emergency. If you want to feel safer or keep a loved one safe, visit www.strangerdangersafetychain.com. They are actually on Facebook and Instagram, so check them out. And you can use a code KILLERSTCP and get 10% off free shipping and also remember to you know stay safe out there so
0: guys um we got a little bit of a tale for you today it's a family annihilation basically i mean it's it's pretty bad
1: I, family annihilations are a whole different type of crazy. If you're down to kill your whole family, like, <laughs> that just speaks volumes. <laughs> like, literally.
0: I mean, it's it's crazy. It's a crazy story here. It wasn't necessarily a family member killing them. So, oh, okay. don't don't go along that route. Maybe. I don't know. Well, Still,
1: either way, a you, whole family kill?
0: You take what you grasp from it. I mean, I don't know. Um, let me know, let
1: me know.
0: So, it was like any normal Sunday, Jennifer and her 11-year-old daughter, Michaela, planned on going to the beach. You know, they talked about things while they, you know, ate dinner and made dinner for the family. William, the father, he fell asleep on the couch while the two girls watched TV. And they later went to bed and left him on the couch. So, these two assholes, I mean... Joshua Karma Sargeski. Quote me on that. (laughs) What? Joshua Karma (laughs) Sargeski. That is. A name. name. (laughs) That's not a name. (laughs) Damn it. He was 26 years old, and Stephen Hayes, he was 44 years old. That's so weird. Why the fuck are y'all hanging out together? 26 and 44. Drugs. That's a drug friend right there. Druggies. Okay. I mean, I don't know. One of the two. But they broke into the Pettit house at about 3 a.m. And they beat Dr. William Pettit Jr. on the head with the baseball bat as he was lying on the couch in the sunroom downstairs.
1: Damn. So was this. Okay. I'm going to let you tell the story. No, no, go ahead. So was it. So was the the, the mom and was they like there when like he got beat with a bat?
0: I mean, they went to bed.
1: Like, wait,
0: This wait. is the story of the Pettit family murders. Oh, so they killed all of them.
1: Wow, okay.
0: So, saying that, I mean, we have our victims. I'm gonna go there first, guys. Okay, thanks. Jennifer Lynn Hawk Pettit. She had four names, don't, you know. What's, Jennifer so Lynn Jennifer. Hawk Pettit. Gen, uh, Jennifer, Gen. so I might say Miss Hawk Pettit. You guys get it confused, it's Jennifer, same lady, okay? She was born in Morristown, New Jersey on September 26, 1958. She was age 48 at the time of her death. Jennifer was the daughter of a reverend. She was the captain of her her drill team in high school, a member of the National Thespian Society. What's
1: thespian mean?
0: The Smart People Society.
1: Oh, that's why I'm not. That's why I don't know it.
0: Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> she was Keep also
0: going. a member of her homecoming court, guys. So, you know, she was well-rounded, well-rounded.
1: Yeah, yeah, I can see that.
0: Um, She began in... Sorry, no, she didn't begin. She received her nursing degree and began her career... As a pediatric oncology nurse at the Children's Hospital of Pittsburgh, so she was pretty, pretty fucking smart. Damn, guys. So okay, bitch, you was working. You
1: better go ahead. Go ahead,
0: girl. Yes. This, this is where she met her husband, Doctor William Pettit, in 1985, on a pediatric rotation in the Children's Hospital, when he was a third-year student at the University of Pittsburgh, and she was a new nurse. Prior to their marriage on April 13, 1985, so she met him in 1985, married him in 1985, in Meadville, Pennsylvania, Jennifer was employed as a pediatric nurse at the Strong Memorial Hospital in Rochester, New York, in addition to performing her nursing duties in Sarasota, Florida. Jen and Bill continued their medical careers at Yale, New Haven Hospital and following the joyous births of their beautiful daughters, Jennifer was a woman of great faith and an active member of the Cheshire United Methodist Church serving upon on numerous committees, including education fellowship and vacation Bible schools. She directed Sunday schools. Where she taught children from grade school throughout high school. In her spare time, Jennifer was an avid reader. Oh my who gosh. Who also she was so enjoyed playing the piano and the guitar.
2: Like, so she could wow. play multi- instruments
0: and everything. So she, you know, before her death, she actually worked for the nurse. She was the nurse at the Cheshire Academy, it was a private, board- private boarding school. First off, like. So that was Thank you for Pistis saying Pistis. that
1: word, cause say it again Chesh- Cheshire. Good job. Okay. But yeah Some
0: people pronounce it Cheshire, like yeah. the Cheshire cat, but yeah. I'm gonna continue saying Cheshire. But
1: yeah, no, it sounds like <laughs> it, it, No, but it sounds like she like was such a good person, like all around. Like she no, was she, a nurse, she
0: She had multiple Employments, and she you know was a well-rounded nurse she is a pediatric nurse she worked at a school like she she was and she played the piano you know how much coordination and talent you have to be to play the piano
1: and that's the one thing about our podcast we definitely want to show an appreciation for the victims because that's what this is really about it's not about you know the killers it's about the victims and that they get justice and you know and recognition well
0: justice was was done Done. well good I'm excited maybe I mean I feel like it was it was done and then it was kind of not but we'll get there we'll get there so the next victim was Haley Elizabeth Pettit she was born October 15th 1989 so she's actually about a year younger than me in reality and scope of things, she would be about a year younger than me now. Mm -hmm. Because I was born in 88. So she was age 17 at the time of her death. Haley had just graduated in June from the Miss Porter School and was scheduled to attend Dartmouth College that August. Haley was well-known, admired, and loved for the affection and integrity she brought to all that she was... A part
1: of. Sorry, guys. I had to lick Justin inside the ear. He needed it. Oh,
0: my God. He I, needed it. I, I, I tried to, to keep it I'm together. He needed it. I tried to together. I'm sorry
1: to yeah. distract everyone, but he needed a lick to the ear. <laughs> okay. Try, carry on.
0: I tried to keep it together, but... I it, know. It, I know. It, it, almost, it didn't work. I All, almost had it.
1: Also, I just sucked down my straw a piece of aluminum foil that came from the cork, so... Like luckily, I didn't swallow that. the cork of the bottle. Yeah, like well, because it has like the aluminum foil
0: on it. Maybe you should open the foil so next not beach. time and poke it out.
1: Okay, carry on.
0: <laughs> no more, no more discussions about how you open a wine bottle. Yes, we're gonna move on. We're gonna move on.
1: Okay. Thank you. And so yeah. Haley,
0: guys, Haley? Haley.
1: Okay,
2: Haley. Haley is the daughter.
0: Yes, she okay. was seventeen at the time of her death. She, like I said, she was an athlete, a leader, and you know, a good student and a friend throughout her high school career. Haley was on honor roll. She was a member of the cum laude and a journalism prize winner. And you know, the winner actually of a school's award for the exceptional community service. So in addition to, you know, that she was admitted early to Dartmouth College. Smart. Smart, but I mean, that doesn't surprise
1: me though. Because if she's had good parents, then like these are
0: all very, like I said, intelligent, yeah. They set her up, I mean, that's how it goes usually. But
1: no, but I'm just saying, like, they made sure she had the resources. I mean, they, you know, I'm not hating on it, I'm
0: just saying, I'm trying (laughs) to be that parent. I feel you, yeah. So, as a committed athlete, Haley was a three season varsity player of cross country basketball, and crew. Damn. She, crew? The rowing. Row your boat. Row, <laughs> row. Row,
1: row, row your boat.
0: Oh, my God. Jeez. No. <laughs> <laughs> two seasons. Uh, she was two seasons varsity captain of the basketball and crew. Damn. So, your yeah, girl was tough. She was a bad girl right she there. She was tough. Mm-hmm. And she was actually elected to all school... To the all-school senior leadership position of Dang. athletic association. Dang,
2: she had it in. An
0: and Haley also raised thousands of dollars in support of multiple sclerosis research.
2: So and she's um, helping I'm gonna, back, she,
0: giving back. So
1: all I'm saying is, like, take back about her mom and everything. She has her own whole fucking respect. She's right. got it. like right. herself, right. Her like her own at she, seventeen. Right. Yeah, like wow.
0: So we have another here. the The third victim. We're going to go over um, her name, Michaela Rose Pettit. She was born non- November 17th, 1995, and she came into the world smiling, guys. She was 11 at the time of her death.
2: Oh my oh gosh. gosh.
0: She attended the Chase Collegiate School mm. at the time of her death. She adored her older sister, Haley. Michaela um, was looking forward to attending middle school at Chase Collegiate in the fall. Following in her big sister Haley's footsteps she was to take over the multiple sclerosis cause and rename it from Haley's Hope to Michaela's Miracle when Haley left for Dartmouth. So she was going to, you know, take over the reins basically and keep
2: it pushing. Mm -hmm.
0: She had completed her summer reading and was embarking on the new Harry Potter series at the time.
2: Mm -hmm
1: such a huge time for those uh, that whole series yes so
0: very harry potter time i wasn't the the hot the harry potter fan but you know
1: but i mean i just like no i yeah
2: i I I know everybody was
0: but (laughs) me either me either guys i don't i don't know
1: if you if you know you know
0: but cable though she loved him but she had a joyous time at that at the summer athletic experience at the Miss Porter School in Farmington. She was playing soccer, basketball, lacrosse, and she was known for her amazing friendships and being a champion. Michaela loved watching the Cooking Network.
1: Ooh, same girl.
0: And preparing gourmet meals for her family. Oh
1: no! <laughs> oh no! That's where we're. That's, That's our where word, differ. we differ. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: just, no, 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 okay.
1: No, and I know you guys always hear me per- like promote my strawberries. Like I like doing pastry stuff, but like I cannot stand to like really cook. I'm not a bad cook. I just don't like to cook.
0: So no, you're not a <laughs> bad cook, but geez.
1: Oh my gosh,
0: it's like <laughs> too hard. Sometimes no, I'm just kidding. <laughs>
2: they're haters it's fine keep it pushing I'm, keep, not, keep a, pushing.
0: I'm not a hater bro <laughs> but like I said in addition to all that she could always be found jumping on the trampoline in her backyard where her friends and neighbors all gathered mm. so she was you know a, a kid guys she was 11 she That's was sad. fucking 11 like, the last person in this whole you know scheme of things as a victim we're gonna talk about is the fourth person here William Pettit Dr. William Pettit, so, so the daddy, the the father, he originally, like we just said, was beat in the head. Yeah, with the bat. So, he was born on September 24th,
1: 1956. 56? G- mm-hmm. S-
0: Sorry. People were born in 1950s. Sorry, Do I, I
1: don't, I didn't mean to say it like
0: that. Damn! Damn! Kevin Hart. 56. Damn! For <laughs> real, that's exactly how big what he said he was.
2: Uh, I I'm
1: sorry. Oh. No disrespect. Keep going.
2: Damn. <laughs> Stupid. Stupid. He I mean,
0: began his. Uh, Woo! Hold on. <laughs> you yeah, guys. Guys. I, I can't get it together. I'm a No,
1: Y'all love me. Dr. William Y'all love Pettit, me for guys. The patient.
0: It's he bye. was born in. No. And he began developing his social skills and life skills through experience because he, at a young age, actually was helping his father work at their family-owned general store. So after graduating from high school in 1974, he was able to secure a position at Dartmouth College for his undergraduate degree.
1: Doesn't surprise me. Like
0: his daughter was going to the same college, guys. Yeah, you catch that? Yep. Like her father? hmm And he was a successful physician who came from a prominent family in this Hartford sub- suburb of about nineteen to 17,000 people. He was an endocrinologist. What is that?
1: I have no idea. You tell me.
0: What? Say it again. An endocrinologist. Shit. An endocrinologist specializes in glands and hormones they produce which affect important processes that control metabolism blood pressure cholesterol hunger thirst body temperature and more okay so like a thyroid did you understand that because i didn't yeah
1: she yeah like a thyroid that makes
2: sense because yeah
0: that's what it is i don't know I, got the one. <laughs> I, got the one. I don't know I don't know what an intolerant no, But he was an <laughs> intro chronologist. Okay. In Cheshire. And he actually survived this unimaginable tragedy, guys.
1: Okay. okay he was what?
0: the sole survivor of the home invasion. Damn. And now he's
2: fucked up. They beat him in the head.
1: I just don't even understand how like How you would live after that, like, your whole, like, your whole world, like, your family, like, how do you, why am I the one that survived? That's what anyone would think.
0: I would always, like, just have that in my mind, in the back of my head, like, you should have just took me to, or took me, period.
1: Before them. Anything. And it just, I bet you feel so helpless, and so, like, my heart goes out to him, like, yeah, I'm so thankful that he survived, but at the end of the day, it's like...
2: I bet he's
1: miserable, like I bet he has so much um, sadness and I I hope him peace for that
2: because that sucks. Yes, he probably died from his injuries.
0: So, William Pettit, Dr. Pettit, he survived when he actually escaped to the neighbor's house despite his injuries. Dr. Pettit gave up, um, you know, like his diabetes practice after everything happened immediately. And didn't return to the medical practice after the murders, oh, you know, he basically just didn't have the desire for that, and he wanted to be active in the foundations that were set up in the memory of his deceased family. so in between the years of like therapy after this all happened and everything with him, um, the formation of a foundation in the honor of the family and two murder trials. Um, you know, one for each assault, you know, obviously murderer, you know, they, um, so basically, I mean, his unsuccessful efforts to block re- state repeal and the death penalty and other things, you know, like throughout the time since then, in 2012, he remarried. His wife, now Christine, is a photographer who volunteered for the Pettit Family Foundation. The couple have a young son, also Aww. named William.
1: Well, I'm happy for them that they were able to move on.
0: The foundation was... That he, not them. Yeah, he was. Me.
1: No, but I meant, like, him and his woman.
0: And, I mean, yeah, he did. The foundation has raised more than $2.2 million to address chronic illness, violence, and to encourage women in, in the sciences. Because, you know, before the death of his 17-year-old daughter, Haley was headed to Dartmouth. And planning to be a doctor.
1: Yes, you. Yeah.
0: Dr. Pettit eventually went into politics, <laughs> defeating his incumbent, Betty Bukas. Bukas? Got I like Bukas. that. I don't Betty know if her, but I like it. I don't know if that's her name. Not
2: Betty Boop. <laughs> Betty Boop.
0: For a seat in the t- state house in 2016. And he now currently represents Plainville and New Britain in the Connecticut House of Representatives. Mm. This is the family: Michaela, William, Haley, Jennifer. Yeah. So you know, a great looking family, guys. Let's go. Let's go forward here. Yep. That's Um, super sad. No, it's it's a terrible situation because once you start hearing this this story, it it goes into pretty in depth that you may not want to hear.
1: Oh God, the dirty details.
0: So I first listened to a police interview it's a podcast called forensic transmissions so it's basically like just a transmission of the police recording of what happened
1: that is amazing like honestly just to see the insight of like what the police like do any of that that's kind of heard
0: cool. through like that this is what joshua commerce like, Sarjevsky i practice his name <laughs> good so job. i want you to congratulate me every yeah, time i say great I'm Snaps
1: for you. So,
0: this yeah. bastard got to telling his story of what he called a home invasion gone terribly wrong. So, Fuck you. Wow. Because, you know, let's play it down and basically be a little bitch about what you did, you know?
1: Yeah.
0: Let's, let's just call it gone wrong, I guess. Terribly, terribly wrong. But he starts out with saying, you know, he went to the Cheshire Stop and Shop to meet a contractor to make a payment um, on some work that the contractor had done for him, and he, that's when he saw a mother and daughter walking into the sh- to the stop and shop. We have a photo of a surveillance picture here of when they were actually at the stop and shop when Creeper Joshua was wa- watching them. Watching them, sorry. So this is Jennifer. That's Haley.
1: On the right, Haley's on the right. Yes,
0: Jennifer's pushing the cart. So, you know, basically what happens is the mother and daughter, they're walking, you know, into the stop and shop. And he notices they were driving a nice car, is what he says. Basically, about 15 minutes later, the mother and daughter came out. And he was, well, finished with the contractor and decides to follow the mother and daughter home.
1: What the fuck?
0: So let's be a super creep, not a super freak, a super creep, Super and creep. fucking watch them in the store, and fucking watch them go to their car, and watch them go home, and let's do all that to 11-year-old an and her mom.
1: No, but I mean, I think that people think that's a lot more uncommon than what it really is, but like in this day and age, I see so many stories like on Facebook and stuff about People having to deal with, like, I mean, you just have to be aware of your
0: surroundings and as fuck.
1: like, cause aware as you fuck. just you just don't know, like, and you, yeah, that's all I can really say. No,
0: like, aware as fuck. Get yeah. a stranger danger safety keychain and For sure. stab the fuck out of them with those fucking kitty claws.
1: Yeah, literally. You that, you that 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 keychain has everything
0: you add, need. Add a mace and mace the shit out of their eyes, guys. I mean. <laughs> For real, I'm not I'm not joking. It's hard out here in St. Louis. Get it right.
1: Yeah,
0: no. So, you know, I go on to say this because, you know, he decided to follow them home. And he thinks when they pull up to their house, it's a nice house. And he's thinking, oh, it must be nice not to have to worry about financial issues all the time. Um, because
1: they work.
0: Because... People work for what the fuck they have. And you don't know what they're going through. They could have financial issues just like anyone else. Just because they live in a nice house doesn't mean they don't have financial issues.
1: Yeah. You don't know. You can't assume that. You can't fucking assume that. Just because you fucking... You're just like, oh, I'm just jealous. But, like, no. They could be struggling too.
0: As fuck. Like, you, you really don't know. So, I mean, after that... This guy, you know, he goes home. Throughout the day, Joshua said that Steven had been actually calling him, wanting to hook up, and they, talked, they did hook up and talked about some ways to come up with some cash, legally or illegally.
2: Mm, well, you got to keep your options open. That's what 50 got that from.
0: Nice try, buddy. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Legal or Just kidding. Legal or illegal? Just
0: kidding. He goes home plays with his daughter for a while, puts her to bed, all while he's texting back and forth with Stephen. Stephen Hayes saying, I'm chomping at a bit to get started. I need a margarita soon.
2: Wow. What? what does that mean?
0: What does that fucking mean? I'm chomping at a bit to get started. But, Creepy. And, you know, an hour later, you know, after no reply, he texts again, and he asks Joshua, "We still on?" Joshua responds, "Yes." Stephen replied, "Soon." So like he's right on it. He's like, "I want, I want to hang out now." Basically, like
1: yeah, like I'm it. on this shit.
0: And he, Joshua said, "I'm putting the kids to the bed. Hold your horses." Stephen said, "The horse wants to get loose." LOL. Wow. Ew. So. What I got from this, because this is all what Joshua Karma Sargevsky is saying in the police interview tape, guys. So what I'm getting from this is, basically, they had met up earlier that day. He said they planned illegal or illegal shit. So they planned up to go out that night. And they met up at the stopping shop. You know, because I guess that's like the only place to go to get some shit done mm-hmm. and make some money. They, mm-hmm. They're going to go... Robbing people is right. where I'm getting from it. Uh-huh. But who am I? I'm not a rocket scientist.
1: <laughs> it so, doesn't take one, you
0: know. And he stated, you know, that they were going to go out, you know, meet up and go to, like I said, the stop and shop. And they were going to go rob people at ATMs or someone coming out of a bar. Because I guess that was his legal way to come up with money.
1: i mean i feel like in this day and age it it, i mean like it's too hard to like do that because people don't have cash on them and then you got to take them to the atm and then you got to like risk doing a kidnapping and
0: you take somebody to the atm you think they really have that much money anyway you can't get what? you don't know if somebody
1: gonna get
2: three hundred dollars at a time that's
0: the dumbest shit not
1: only that i'd be like oh you want my whole seven dollars it won't come off you can only get ten dollars you can take bro.
0: my card and go spend
2: it <laughs> like the fuck if you need that ten dollars that damn bad go go, sure. go to hell how about oh my that i right, pay
1: okay,
2: you to leave me the fuck
1: alone how about oh, that go
0: people. the fuck on I say all the time people go rob me with a spider, don't use a gun. <laughs>
1: Not a spider. He's I'm definitely sp- afraid of spiders. Duh. Buh.
0: Buh. Buh. Back to the beginning. <laughs> right. Stranger dangers safety keychains. What is that? These are safety keychains that the founder Robin started making for her daughters. She's got two that are nurses and one is a teacher so she felt that she could help them out a little bit when they're out and about and in return that makes her feel a lot better these safety keychains come with several safety features a personal alarm a whistle hand sanitizer a hands-free door opener with a stylus to push elevator doors open Or you can use it on your phone. And a car safety tool, which cuts the seatbelt and breaks glass in an emergency. If you want to feel safer or keep a loved one safer, visit StrangerDangerSafetyKeychain.com. That's StrangerDangerSafetyKeychain.com. They're also on Facebook and Instagram. That's where I found her. So check them out. When ordering, definitely don't forget to use the promo code KILLERSTCP. Get 10% off free shipping. And always remember, stay safe out there. So, basically, at this point, what they were doing is they were just driving around aimlessly. When just suddenly, he, I guess, recalled that the lady and her 11-year-old daughter that he fucking stopped at the same stopping shop that he met up with this guy at and followed him home. He just suddenly remembered how to get there.
1: Mm, Thank God. I don't
0: like this. He made mention of this woman and child that he stalked earlier the same fucking day. Same day, guys. You get all it. same day.
1: Justin gets it. He's been stalked. So, like... Oh, he, no, I've first definitely been stalked, sin. and I,
0: I hated it. He knows. I, so, after he made mention of the woman, it, you know, that he stalked that same day, because I'm going to keep saying it was in the same day, he stalked her and followed her home.
1: He was on a mission.
0: He and Stephen made their way to the petted home.
1: No.
0: Joshua tells officers that... They had no weapons besides a pellet or a BB gun that they bought the day before from a Walmart.
1: Like, literally, a pellet gun?
0: Or a BB gun? One of the two. He didn't know because he didn't buy it. Steven, I guess. So, if that's not,
1: that's obviously not what killed the family.
0: No. (laughs) Obviously, not a fucking
1: pellet gun. Okay, go ahead because that's obviously not what it is.
0: So, this is the story from Joshua himself. As he played it out in the audio tapes, guys. Right, so it's kind right. of a little graphic. This is going to be your warning for the graphicity. I warning. think I made that w-
1: <laughs> Warning. There's some explicit information that will be shared right now. If you want to fast forward two minutes, don't, we encourage you to do so. Don't Thank do it. Thank you.
0: You want to hear this or you wouldn't be here. So they approached the back of the house to see, you know, basically if any lights were on. That's when they noticed Dr. Pettit was asleep on the couch in the sunroom. So, you know, they walked around the house checking windows, doors. They were all locked except the basement door. So it was like a cellar door that goes down into a basement. Okay,
1: outdoor access, only indoor access. It's a
0: cellar door. So it's like an outside door that goes inside to a basement.
1: Oh no! I said that like broken up.
0: <laughs> oh no! No. I said oh no. No, no! Oh
1: no! No no.
0: For real, Joshua proceeded down the stairs of the cellar door to the basement.
1: That like creeps me out. The
0: basement door was also unlocked, guys. Fuck! You gotta lock times, those fucking doors. How
1: many times have we left our base? Like we le- like in our old house, like our old part townhouse thing. We left our literally our basement door unlocked constantly think about that
0: we didn't have a basement door to outside they didn't connect oh yeah i
1: mean it didn't connect up yeah
0: no it didn't connect nowhere it's just our basement
1: okay
0: it was okay no We're, doors outside so
1: even if i left it unlocked that was okay
0: yeah you, you wouldn't have
1: crashed
0: safe. you wouldn't have crashed us okay don't worry i say <laughs> so like i said joshua proceeded down the basement door that was also unlocked guys um so he entered the house through the basement steven said that you know he didn't think he could creep up on the father quietly enough to subdue him so that's why you know while joshua was in the basement. Um, he went in the house, basically. He's the one that had to go upstairs and do all this because Stephen was afraid he couldn't be quiet enough. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: So, while in the basement, Joshua- I
1: couldn't be
0: quiet enough, I know that. No, I definitely, (laughs) I could be quiet as a cat. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Knocking
1: over everything. And
0: clumsy too. Mm -hmm. So, Joshua, he was in the basement and he, you know, is actually in the basement himself worried that he actually can't take the father himself. So he said he was looking around, and on his way up the stairs, he finds a baseball bat. On the way up the stairs, out of the basement, on the way leading to the kitchen.
1: So, so you're telling me that his murder, his, his his weapon
2: was from the house. Was from the crib. Yes.
1: That's so fucked up. Like he didn't have, even have a good plan. They he just was like, that no. That's what I'm saying. Like it. he was like just take this bat and make this work like you you know they say that it takes a certain type of psychopath to just enter a home and not know what to expect
0: wait do you keep hearing the next part of how he described it this is remember joshua describing this so he kind of like if you listen to that audio podcast he tells it like a storyteller it's disgusting it's like
1: interesting it's like
0: so you listen to it he's like it's and he chuckles through it, Ew, and it's uh, like it's disgusting. Sick. It, but he's like so, and this happened, and and then we went, is he soft this. tone? Like yes. That? It's disgusting. So
1: I'm intrigued, though. I want to listen. So was you it know, crazy?
0: Like I said, he found the bat on the way up. <laughs> he went through the kitchen, slowly made it through the dining room into the sunroom where Doctor Pettit was sleeping. Joshua himself said he stood there behind Dr. Pettit staring for 15 to 20 minutes at Dr. Pettit 15 he, to 20 minutes so he thought about it just He just stared at him. at him that like over him
1: That just like amps up the creepiness like he what if like, he would have woke up and like cuz like you know you feel like those eyes on you mm-hmm. like you can feel that like even when you're asleep so like I'm saying, like what if he would have woke up? Were you prepared for that? Because he, he had already had, a had. He
0: had a bat. I mean, so still, he,
1: he could have been bum rushed.
0: He would have could have been bum rushed from behind because the women were upstairs. Literally. So, you
1: were not. You were a true stalker for staring at him for 20 minutes and not just getting to the the fucking point.
2: I mean, it's creepy. Weird. It's fucking weird. And he's the one that should have woke up to get the money.
0: So weird. So, after about the 20 minutes, like I said, he saw Stephen Hayes through the window. Window. Went well window. 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 I haven't, I haven't been drinking yet. I need a shot here soon. Oh, window. So, I'm going to be taking shots sometime through this. And if it starts getting a little sloppy, <laughs> guys, I'm going to have to stop, maybe.
1: But I think but, that it's important to say that Justin does not drink a lot. So, when he does, we let, we let him. He, he can do what he wants. Because he doesn't get to enjoy himself. So. Mind your business.
0: No, I'm <laughs> <laughs> so when
1: he drinks, we let him drink.
0: But after seeing Stephen motioning at him through the window, window, he winner Joshua hitting. He said he hit Doctor Pettit. And Dr. Pettit let off an unearthly scream. Oh, no. And, you know, he just couldn't take the screaming, so he just kept hitting him and hitting him and hitting him until Dr. Pettit rolled up in the corner of the couch.
1: And he survived. And
0: was quiet, staring at Joshua, bleeding profusely with his wi- eyes wide open.
1: Why? Like, like what the fuck? His eyes, he was just looking at him like, so you just beat the shit out of me with a bat, and I'm still conscious and staring you down right yeah.
0: Now. Like, and he survived he was probably thinking like what the fuck are you doing man why are you just beating me in the I head i feel like that bat? i feel
1: like that would be you yeah just woke up to him. i feel like that'd be you
0: like damn but after beating you know with the bat he sees stephen hayes again tapping on the window to get in mm-hmm. and he lets him in so they argue about who you know is going to tie him up so joshua tied up dr pettit's feet while steven tied up his hands dr pettit was bloody pleading asking what do you want they told him we're just here for the money and we'll leave after you just beat me in the head with a fucking bat you're just here for money and you'll leave i don't i just doubt everything you're saying
1: i think that anytime someone says that is not the truth never Never the truth. Never the, the truth. Like if you hear that, you should automatically see red flags. We're, like. we're gonna
0: we're gonna pause here and say, this. If there's a home intruder ever, and the home intruder ever just randomly comes in your house for one, if you have a gun, shoot him. Shoot him dead. Doesn't matter if you subdue him. None of that. Shoot him dead. Fuck that. Because that's a death deathly. Shit, Situation. it's of the earth type of person.
1: Well, not only that, like, if if they're willing to kill you, then you have to be willing to protect I, yourself. I don't care and... what
0: state you're in. If your state doesn't allow that, fuck that. Protect you and yourself and your family. Yeah. Um, two, we're going to say this. If an intruder comes in your house and they are not wearing a mask, they are planning to kill you at the end of everything.
1: So be regardless, ready. Regardless
0: be ready. of what they say what goes on if they're not wearing a mask and you've seen their face, they've had the thought, you've seen my face, you You have to die. Right.
1: So be ready. So like, if you see that situation, be prepared, like be ready to get DNA. Be prepared to do. Scratch. Bite. Get DNA on your fingers, your hands. I mean. Touch them as much as you can. I know that sounds crazy, but scratch them. Get it under your fingernails. If it
2: unfortunately. They have a new
0: thing where you touch people. Damn, touch DNA. Uh Mm Yeah. Mm-hmm. So
1: much shit, like, I know, I know, like, God forbid this happened, but, like, for me, like, if, if something like that would happen, I know. Like, I think from just doing all this shit
0: and researching this shit, like, fight.
1: I will literally break off acrylics to, like, make sure that, like, we get some shit.
0: Bite, scratch, yeah, fight, anything. all that. Like I said, stab them with your safety keychain. I'll
1: bite them. Stab They'll them have with my, your no, them.
0: danger safety keychain and set that alarm off, oh too. My.
1: You know my dental records. They'll be able to tell.
0: Oh my god! Oh my god! They'll
1: be like, oh, oh, that's. They'll be like, oh my god, those teeth are perfect. That's definitely Katie's.
0: We gotta call her 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 dentist and get them.
1: Doctor Rosenthal.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Calling Doctor Rosenthal. Hey, he was great. So
0: you know, after these fucks, you know, basically are telling them, we're just here for money. We'll leave. Uh, They asked if anyone else was in the house, knowing he followed Jennifer and Michaela home. So, of course, there's people fucking home. He He followed them fucking home. So, Dr. Pettit told him about the three girls upstairs. And so, these two bitches proceed upstairs with the bat and the rope that they collected, quote, quote, I guess, from the house. That... They walk past the kids' room into the master room to tie the mom up first. They go in and find the youngest daughter, actually, Michaela, sleeping in the bed with her mom, Jennifer. Dang.
2: Oh, my God.
0: That's when Joshua walks into the room. He went, of course, to the daughter's side because he's a fucking creep. And Stephen went over to the mother, Jennifer. He put his hand over her mouth, nudged her awake, And Joshua, you know, he did the same thing to the daughter. They both woke up very confused, but compliant. So these assholes, you know, in their house, these savages made them roll over on their stomachs, tied their hands and their feet, and proceeded to the other daughter's room that they passed first. Stephen said Jennifer stood over the oldest daughter, Haley, with a handgun and shook her gently awake. She awoke confused as the rest of the family, obviously, and asked what they wanted, begging for them not to hurt her.
1: Gently wake someone like that. With can a you gun. A, can you imagine being like, just like a guns, small huh? shake?
0: He got a pellet gun, remember? Oh. Yeah.
1: Literally, just like a
0: And with a gun. I'd be freaked out. I'd be like, what the a fuck? Because you know I don't like being woke up anyway.
1: I know. And you just gently already, woke someone up.
0: I already might swing on you. Don't wake me up, Katie.
1: <laughs> i don't
0: so you know they pers- they tell her you know joshua explains to her that they're just there for money they weren't gonna hurt her and then they proceed to have her get on her stomach and tie her hands and feet as well
1: so at that moment that's when you're like but you don't have a mask on so
0: are you gonna kill me <laughs> that's, that's exactly what you said
1: because exactly
0: like, what you like, said to them so.
1: i like I, I am sorry but like I'm just telling you now
0: like fight. And I'm fight that, in
1: these situations. And I'm that type
0: of person too. I would say that.
1: I would talk shit. I'd be like so
0: it. you don't have a mask and I see your so eyeballs. You so that's what you're going to do here at the end of this. We're we're going to just might as well fight it out now. Like the fuck? I'm not doing that.
1: Yeah. We're not doing it.
0: I'm not. I'm not having that in my in my brain and in my mind. No The one anxiety wants it. of that is is just too much. I would already just be ready to just explode.
1: Job. we're not playing no, there's yeah. no way we're not playing this game
0: no way this back and forth there, i would have had to die early on you know they said the black guy dies early on that would have been me because fuck that so after you know tying all the females up and then disabling william um joshua stated that they began looking through the whole house for valuables that they could steal they were in the parents room you know while they were tied up jennifer and michaela uh telling them you know Jennifer's in there telling them different locations where she puts her jewelry Joshua stated he didn't want the jewelry that Stephen Hayes fuck actually the jury. wanted the jewelry fuck
1: the jewelry <laughs>
0: the jewelry fuck, fuck the jewelry I need money fuck the jewelry and that that's basically how Joshua was fuck the jewelry I need money I want I'm strictly looking for cash because that's i guess what people like, do now is we, keep a bunch of cash at home. They're
1: like, sorry, fresh out the, of cash. What
0: fuck year is this? The fucking dumbest criminals right here. Fresh after out of cash. They, After realizing this, because, you know, dumb, that nobody's fucking has cash in their house, Jennifer confirms, again, that there's no money or a safe, <laughs> like, you dumb bitches.
1: Like, what year is it?
0: And Steven somehow, I guess, finds a check register with... <laughs> Out of all the things to find, right? You find incredible. her checkbook and registration <laughs> with what her what a balance on it. Like the fuck are you doing right now? This right. criminal is stupid.
2: What do you want me to do? write you a check?
0: Right, I'm gonna I'm gonna write you a check and then fucking tell you you fucking idiot. Okay, but somehow he finds this and the amount in the check register shows that it's over $40,000 actually in their account. <laughs> Damn. So they had a nice little mouth. Yeah, he they was, did. Like I said, a nice doctor, you know. Yeah, that's stuff. not super so
1: surprising. But this
0: is when the dumb, world's dumbest criminals start thinking again and thinking again. They make a plan to go to the bank. In so, the morning. So okay. they decide to take Jennifer to the bank because, again, they broke in around 3 a.m. Uh-huh. So they decide... Like wait to take Jennifer to the bank to, you know, withdraw the amount. The two discussed, you know, about $15,000 to not raise too much attention at the bank because $15,000 isn't going to fucking raise attention. Who just withdraws $15,000 today?
1: Because my head just, like, went through that whole process. So I was like, I wonder why they just didn't take the card and just go get the money out of themselves. I'm like, oh, and then they would be restricted on well, how much know, they
0: could get.
2: I had a cashier's check for $15,000, so
0: that's
2: how they do.
0: Yeah, but yeah. no.
2: I'm saying to the bank and got came out with the bread.
0: I'm saying if you have a account and you have this amount and you're just randomly using your account, count, count, and then you're going to the bank randomly one day and say, I want to withdraw $15,000. They're going to hold up a sign. Are you okay? Yeah,
2: literally. That's not normal. Yeah, that You're is not, not a just... normal transaction. Well, that's how they kept doing me. Are you sure you want to cancel? I, said, yes, and... I want my money, yeah. and I'm out.
1: Yeah, no. But they asked
2: me that like three or four times. Are you sure you want all this money? I said yes. I want all my money now.
1: It's just a red flag.
2: It is. It's a huge safety. red flag. So they, I mean, for, for them to
1: think the it was
0: there at me, mm. for them to think it wasn't, is stupid as fuck. it's right. dumb. Fifteen thousand yeah. dollars is an is a nice amount of money, and you should not just be withdrawing that from the bank on any normal day, without like a huge purchase plan. Yeah, you know, I mean, and you, I, I feel like you should have set that up a little bit with the bank prior to doing this. And they're like,
1: okay, whoa, well, we don't even hand. have that. You like, want
0: fifteen thousand dollars? Because
1: don't some banks not even
0: have like uh, enough? I, I, I mean, $15, fifteen thousand dollars but, they yeah, have, but. Like, but.
1: Some amounts they don't. Yeah, uh,
0: yeah, they, cap, they would. Yeah. They would have to get it from another bank. You're right, but but
1: fifteen, yeah, they definitely have that. I would most
0: assume. of them. I feel like maybe a small credit union, maybe not. That's why I went to credit union.
1: <laughs> you know them credit
0: unions. They be the, they, they be, be, be the ones though, be on your feet well, for I mean. you. What's
2: that one nonsense to you? I'm so over.
0: Buy all these. We ain't gonna do that. No copy of the credit unions, guys.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> so. You know, after this discussion, you know, Jennifer, obviously, she agreed to it because I'm sure it was at this point anything to get these motherfuckers out of her house. Right. So she agreed to it and, you know, they waited for the bank to open. The The sun started coming out, you know, they began to worry about their car just sitting out on the street somewhere down the road. So they decided to take all the phones from everyone and end the house and hide them. So, no one would be able to call out for help. Okay. They had to go around and tie everyone to the beds. Because, at the time, they were only tied up. Okay. To hands to feet. Okay. So, they weren't tied to anything holding them down. They were just tied up.
1: So, do we know if they were, like, all together or were they all still separate at this point? No. So...
0: This is, you know, they go tie everyone to the bed this time. They separate Jennifer and Michaela because they couldn't leave them in there the way they had them tied like I said, their hands to their feet. So during this time, Stephen left uh he was Stephen
1: All I know is that if like someone tries to like zip tie me or tie me up, I'm like I've seen those videos online where you can like put your leg and like push it real hard and break it like I don't want to say that I'm ready for that to happen but I'm like ready ready for that <laughs> shit to happen because I swear to god if someone tries to tie me up or some shit and it like is a risk to me and fucking LaPree's life like you better fucking believe that I am busting through this plastic plastic duct tape that ain't gonna fucking refine me I no I'm too strong
0: uh, I'm too strong. Not too strong. <laughs> uh,
1: that's no diss to anyone that could not get out of man those situations because Damn. it could be hard,
0: and you may not be able to. I
1: might not be able to to do that. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like I could, but
0: maybe, wasn't. maybe we'll see. During that time, Doctor Pettit was still left untied, bleeding on the couch. Not tied to anything. Joshua stated that, you know, they went downstairs and asked him, the father, where the keys were. And he couldn't find them because they had already ransacked everything. So they go back upstairs and get the keys from Jennifer. Stephen found them and proceeded to go out the sunroom door and got in Jennifer's car. Joshua went out the basement. The... You know, and out the hatch that he broke in through.
2: Why didn't he just go out the door?
0: I guess they didn't want to make it a point to both of them go out the house at the same and everyone know they were both gone yeah. at the same time. Okay, okay. So, I mean, one went out one door, one went out the other one. Joshua started walking, you know, towards the van and on the other street. And then they drove and met back up at a condo complex. Joshua got in Jennifer's car with Stephen. And returned to the house. Doctor Pettit was still on the couch, and asked if the women were okay, and they told him they were fine. So how would they would know? I don't know because they hadn't checked, but they were fine. So at this point, like I said, guys, he was conscious, but he was hurt pretty feelings.
1: bad. I've got feelings in my head right now, but I'm I'm not gonna voice that. I'm gonna wait and see what happens here.
0: He was he was conscious. Uh huh.
1: I bet he was.
0: So you know. He was, like I said, hurt pretty bad, though. Joshua went upstairs and noticed that the youngest daughter, she was, you know, still separated, and she was more stressed out, actually, at the time and sweating. So the creeper, again, he's obsessed with this little girl, I think, at this point, the 11-year-old. I don't Sick- know. Sicko. Perfect. Why does he keep going and fucking with this girl? You're, you're just problems. Mm-hmm. Problems. Red flags. here, guys. Red fucking flags. Right. So, he goes upstairs, I'm sorry, goes downstairs, not upstairs because he was up there already. He goes downstairs, gets her a glass of water, brings it back, unties her hands, and lets her have a drink. And, you know, the sleeping bag she had, she was using as a cover, he took it off and threw it on the floor. He said after that he made her lay back down and did not tie her hands because she was being cooperative. So at this point, you know, they're just buying time, killing time, they've already ransacked the house, they got all the valuables, they were just waiting basically for the bank to open. It's around 5, 5.30 and the sun was coming out, like I said, and um, they realized that, you know, they would need to get Dr. Pettit out of the sunroom so that the neighbors wouldn't be able to see him clearly tied up with a towel on his head and beating in his head. Damn. So in the audio confession at this point, he said this like, yeah, we had to get Dr. Pettit out of the sunroom before the neighbors came out and seen that he was he was tied up uh, huh, 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 and laughed and chuckled. Wow, so just so you know, fuck him. He's fucking sick in the head.
1: What an asshat.
0: So they untied his feet. So he still tied his hands. They untied his feet though and asked if he was able to walk to the basement. So they helped him up, walked him downstairs to the basement, to the middle area and sat him back down. At this point, Dr. Pettit was shaking and losing a lot of blood. So Joshua ran upstairs, got a towel and another cloth for his back to put down for him to sit on. They tied his feet again, then went back upstairs rummaging around cleaned up blood out the sunroom and checked on Mrs. Pettit mm-hmm. and the daughters. So these bastards start thinking about, you know, the times that the parents had to work actually, cause it's starting to get that time where people have to go to work and shit. Right. So, and if they would need to actually call in, but Mrs. Pettit, you know, she was a teacher and it was summer, so she was off for summer. The doctor though, he did have to be at the hospital and he had to be actually making rounds at 7 a.m. So they brought Mrs. Pettit downstairs to make the call to the hospital saying Dr. Pettit didn't feel well. So after that, they tied Mrs. Pettit up and you know basically left her downstairs. After that, they you know go to a part of the house where the occupants could not hear them. And this is when Joshua claims Stephen is going on about DNA and that you know they only need a hair follicle to trace this back to them and true that they need to get gas and steven was basically mad at josh you know ruin it yeah basically mad because he had actually used his name on several occasions and called him steven around the victims (laughs) (laughs) like i said I'd hey, like,
1: I'd be like, yo, we about to die. Well, we better come up with a plan. They, they didn't
0: show like, us our faces. They tell us their names. Space. We dead, bro. We dead. We For better bro. start
1: making some shit shake For because at this
2: point, we, gotta we dead. Get the fuck up out we dead.
0: I mean, dead. so it's not looking really good. Not looking great, but at all. So you know, basically, Steven had said to Joshua, "We gotta kill him."
1: Well, yeah, because, like, we just was talking
0: about the whole episode. And he just said the, the conversation, Joshua just said the conversation ended by Stephen walking away. So he didn't say anything back in in rebuttal. Like, no, no, they, no.
2: We're not going to kill him. No,
0: you're crazy. Nothing like that. No. No. He just was like, okay. Right. Let's what do whatever fuck? you
2: want to do. Ready to go to prison.
0: All right. <laughs> For the rest of my life <laughs> is what done. it is at this point. So Joshua and Steven went to the garage and got a bunch of bottles and drained them in the sink and told...
1: What kind of bottles? Hey guys, I wanted to tell you about this awesome new thing. Stranger Danger Safety Keychain. What in the world is that, you might ask? The founder, Robin, she started making these safety keychains for her daughters. Two are nurses and one's a teacher, so she felt like she could help them a little bit when out and about and in return, that makes her feel better. These safety keychains come with several safety features, a personal alarm, a whistle, hand sanitizer bottle, a hands-free door opener with stylus to push elevator door buttons or use on your phone, and a car safety tool, which actually cuts the seatbelt and breaks glass in emergency. If you want to feel safer or keep a loved one safe, visit www.strangerdangersafetychain.com. They are actually on Facebook and Instagram, so check them out, and you can use a code KillersTCP and get 10% off. Free shipping and also remember to, you know, stay safe out there.
2: Go for that. Fuck them bottles. I'm mm-hmm. home. Look. Yeah, if we don't, fuck them bottles yeah, for real because y'all don't yeah. know
0: what we went into them. Exactly. So you want me to move yeah, past them? you don't know what
2: went in them, bro. No, no we're going to no, move no, past no, the no, bottle. No, How huh? are we going to go past the bottle? You ain't told us what was in it. You ain't told us what house? they poured out. shot. You ain't told us shit. We so, don't know what was in them so bottles. So, was he
1: ever going to tell us what was in the bottles?
2: It's okay. Yeah, no, just keep on going, bro. So, tell us
0: what they put in the bottles. So, what?
1: What they use the bottles for? That's all we need to know. Uh, so,
0: they drained the bottles of <laughs> 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 whatever uh, was in the bottles. Whatever was in the bottles. <laughs>
1: It needed drained. In I'm, the
0: sink. I'm, it
1: needed I'm, drained. I'm, okay, so. And Steven
0: says that we need to go and take the mom's car and I'll go put gas in these bottles, motherfuckers. Okay.
1: Oh, wow. So you knew the whole
0: time? I knew what was going in the bottles, you, <laughs> but you dumbasses. But knew what was in it. Okay. Don't, do don't, don't be dumb. Come on. Uh, How do you not know what's going in the bottles? I know that. Uh, okay, guys. Um... You know we're getting up there in time, so I'm gonna have to break it here, and uh, yeah. you know we'll have the next part coming out to you in just a little bit.
1: Yeah, that's just crazy. Um, so this is a common crime podcast hosted by husband and wife duo Justin and Katie Daniels. This is a true crime pod that has our spin on the case and suspects. We're saying everything in respect of the victims and their families. This is our lighthearted way of bringing you the case with as much accuracy as we could research. You can hit us up with any case suggestions. Uh, suggestions. had <laughs> <laughs> case suggestion in the subject line. Um, Justin, you want to give them our spiel here? No. Nah. You want me
0: to? You got it. Okay. Gmail.
1: Okay. Gmail is killers us at gmail dot
0: The cat's Fa- biting her foot.
1: Um, <laughs> Facebook killers dash all around dash us a true crime podcast. Twitter. Wow. <laughs> around kill around killers killers all around us. Well,
0: that was Twitter, <laughs> guys. Twitter is at around killers. The name's Killers All Around Us. The Instagram is at Killers All Around Us. The cat is Biting her toes.
1: Ow, guys! I'm sorry. I'm really trying to get it together. You
0: gonna get the website out? Yes. Or?
1: <laughs> yes. I swear I know our shit. Um, website is killers all around us. A true crime podcast. I swear I know our shit. My cat is tacking my right foot. We love you guys.
0: Bye. We'll be but back. Bye.